If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the 22nd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me, as always, is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? How was your week this week? Uh, pretty good. Um, you know, working on Genshin and everything, trying to farm for my characters. Um, I am getting mats up for... Uh, Tanari? Yalan, and definitely not Tanari, and... Aww. Or Tainari, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, what's your face? Uh, Yoi Mia. That's right. Ah, uh, you're still farming for Yoi. Still farming for Yoi, yeah. I, I'm one of those people that, like, I don't start farming until I actually get the character. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I always mm-hmm. joke, kind of, that pre-farming uh, is, is a bad idea. It brings bad luck. But I have proven recently that even if you don't pre-farm your luck can still be crap that's true <laughs> i think uh, it holds no bearing i'm no. just lazy <laughs> <laughs> i spent so many hours driving this past weekend between like five different states for my final wedding i am so happy that my weddings are done yeah and that was like th- how many weddings did you have four i had three i had three, one in okay. One in Pennsylvania, one in North Carolina, and this one was in Maine. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, all over the place, too. That's crazy. Yeah. So I had, like, Maine lobster for the first time. How was it? Did it live up to the hype? It was good. That sounds like a no. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just had... This was just, like, freshly caught lobster mm-hmm. in Maine, so... I was just kind of like, we have to try it. Right. Where I've had more expensive lobster, but it's not as fresh. So, Right. But it was good. Fair enough. It was like spur of the moment, too. I'm sure that the people in Maine would appreciate your review of, uh, yeah, it was good. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, especially because (laughs) Maine is like extremely well known for their seafood. But Right, exactly. um, It was good. It's not like (laughs) I, I went to this like... You know, in in Pennsylvania, 
mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, there's like, oh, well, if you if you want like a real cheesesteak, you need to go to Patergino's. Mm-hmm. And the, there's like a huge – I don't know if it's huge anymore. I, I'm probably talking like like about this because it's what I've heard when I was younger, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if people just don't even go to Pat or Gino's anymore and there's like this new place that has like even better Philly cheesesteaks. But Pat and Gino's was like the place to go. This was literally like a pop-up stand. That we found. Mm, okay, well, I mean, I mean, some people would swear that you know the the pop up stands are better than anywhere else, right? But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, by all means, it wasn't like a it wasn't a a Red Lobster or anything like that. Right. So, I well, I, I I'm definitely one of those people that I think for the most part it's all hype for for most places. The only thing, like everything that I've tried, that's supposed to be like amazing in these certain places, um, like not so great. Chicago deep dish is a good example of that. I tried that over in Chicago. It was like blah, whatever. Um, mm. You can at me if you live in Chicago. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you on it. The only thing that I think is straight up good uh, that was actually better was uh, Chinese food from New York and pizza from New York. Actually, it wasn't like like crazy better. But I tried it like probably five different pizza places, and on average, all of them were better than the average that I could find here. So, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I just imagine tomorrow when I have an inbox full of people from Chicago, <laughs> pissed off people from Chicago, and really happy people from New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get a mix. <laughs> all right. Before we head into the uh, to the show, we have a review reading. So this is a five-star review. I was really happy to, to see a five-star review today. This was from MJM Blues 248 This was a five-star review, and they said, please don't change anything. I can't promise that, but I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> they said, hey, guys, new listener here, but wanted to let you know that I appreciate your podcast. You cover a lot of content without necessarily giving away spoilers, which is a nice balance and not so easy to do. Uh, your show's volume could certainly use some work, but I have – of I guess like volume dial on my device that I could turn up because uh, your content is king. Keep up the great work and keep practicing how to say the new zone in 3.0. Haha, uh, MGM. So yeah, we were just talking before recording and we were. I I think I was the one who said. Uh, no, Sumeru. I said Sumeru, and then I corrected myself. Correct. You're right, you're right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're still working on that. And also, with the volume thing is we, we haven't had time, I don't think, to like actually like try to hash this out. But I kind of explained this for people in the live stream the other week, like trying to show them how different the wavelengths are in my audio From compared to yours. yours. So I am working on that, so hopefully that's getting a little bit better. I think – it's it's really hard because you can only amplify a voice so much before you start to get different it sounds sounds. distorted yeah it sounds distorted you can actually hear the the best way that i can describe it is you can actually hear the diaphragm picking up the voice the diaphragm is like a part of the mic not like the diaphragm like in your voice box so um not for you i think i I I might have a strategy I think I might have a strategy to help out with this. So next week, or I guess whenever they're listening to this, let us know if this is better. Let us know in a five-star review if this is Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, but my, my next plan of action was, okay, well, if I, if I can't boost Pharaoh's voice so that it sounds louder, then maybe I'll just tone mine down, and then mm-hmm. it's more even instead of people right. – 
turning it up when you're talking than turning it down when I'm talking. So yeah, I think we're going to end up with a middle of the road solution where it's you toning yours down, me be bringing mine up. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway, thank you for that awesome review. Like I said, I was super happy to see another five star review because I like reading these over the show. But I think I'm going to do a Welkin Moon giveaway when we hit 50 reviews. That'd be cool. We're at yeah. 20 right now. So that was our 20th review in Apple Podcasts. This will just be um, Apple Podcast reviews because you guys can leave like comments. So if you leave a comment, leave a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. If we get to 50, I'll do a giveaway. I'll try to set that up so it doesn't have to be in the Discord because I don't want to – I like doing it in Discord because it gets people into Discord, but I don't want to have to – make people join the discord to join the giveaway but if we get to 50 reviews i'll do another welcome moon giveaway which is perfect because i feel like we could do that in the next couple weeks before sino comes out so i hope you guys save up a, a couple more prima gems for sino yeah and we'll have uh more information on like we're going to be doing something for sino too like in in the discord a special like um event where we are going to be polling simultaneously Oh, yeah, that, for sure. That's still in the works, right? You still want to do that? Yep, Your I wallet still do. is still prepared for that? Yeah, my wife is not so prepared, but yes, my wallet is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so just uh, get in the Discord if you have not already then, if you want to keep up with that. Yeah. All right, so for the news, we got some new stuff on Dory. We got her voice artist announcement. Her English voice actor, I'm going to butcher these names, sorry in advance. I believe this is Anjali... Kunapaneni? That's the best I could do. <laughs> that is rough, but it's a, it's a very good try. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're a brave person. <laughs> Trending 20th this week on Behind the Voice Actors. She has done a couple different things. She was in Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Journeys as okay. Danica. Obviously Dory now. And mm -hmm. Courtney in Pokemon Masters. And if you guys play Smite, she is Cyberblade Amaterasu. Okay. So pretty cool. But yeah, a little, yeah. Uh, you know, last couple ones, I feel like we've just had, they're just like, this is the first thing that they've done. And this is like their big break. So yeah. Well, I, I like that because it means that they're not just sourcing from people who are already big. They're actually actively looking for good talent. So. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. The JP voice actor is Tomoko Kanita, and they have worked on a couple different things. Uh, they were on a couple different Kingdom Hearts titles. Yes. A Pikachu short. They were on Hunter Hunter, Leviathan. There was one other thing. Oh, Naruto uh, Shippuden. Ooh. And... Who were they in... What was the character? In Shippuden? Mm-hmm. Naho? Naho. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, you can keep going. Um, Naho was just like a little girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, so like a very small side character. Oh then. yeah. Definitely a okay. filler character for sure. Yeah. All right. But either way, very cool. If they don't have like the, my one thing, if there's anyone from Mihoyo listening to this right now, if I don't get Christopher Sabat for one of the voices of one of the characters that is released, I riot at some point. Yeah. So. Make sure that you have that happen. If Chris, I don't get All Might's voice in here, I'm going to lose it. Chris Abbott, I I found out like slowly over time that mm -hmm. every one He's of my favorite characters, like. he is my favorite <laughs> like character in that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I completely agree with that. I would love for him to voice act a character in Genshin. Yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing. 
And he's going to New York Comic Con, which I'm going to. So I'm, I'm hoping between him and Max Middleman, which is Ito's voice actor, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping to see one of them. So we'll see. Oh, man, that's that's a good one. Actually, I'm going to have to at some point whenever they come over to me, if I can get Ito, I really want to get Ito's signature. I might even get like one of those uh, 3D printed um, like versions of his weapon. Like of his old weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And get that signed by him or something. They have, um, they have like weapons like that that are not three D printed and they're not just keychains, but I'm pretty sure they're on like the official Genshin store that you can buy. Well, is it is it one to one scale though? What do you mean one to one scale? Like an actual freaking sword? Like yeah, I want like I've always let me let me tell you this right now. My ultimate goal is basically I want a giant room that I have to myself that will have a bunch of life-size anime weapons on them that are from like my favorite animes and video games. And I mean, that, that does sound really it. cool. Yeah. So Ito with like the Ito ultimate weapon, I'm, I want that signed by him. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be really awesome. Exactly. So um, I already looked it up. It's like 60 bucks to have like a photo op with them. So that's one of the things like I actually don't, so like I know that they're ridiculously expensive. Um, yeah, like Oscar like, Isaac who plays Moon Knight and Poe Dameron in Star Wars, two hundred and fifty bucks for a photo op. Yeah, see, like that—that that I think is such—it's so pretentious. Like honestly, like I think all the prices for those things are so crazy and pretentious. But for only just a rare few characters, would I be like, all right, I'll pay this ridiculous yeah. amount of money to take a picture and uh, get a signature of someone? So yeah. Yeah, I will do it for for Ido and certainly uh, Chris Sabat. Yeah. Okay, so Dory, we have a little bit more information on her. Obviously, we already knew that she was an Electrovision user. Uh, She does use a Claymore. Her affiliation is the Palace of Alcazar Zazare. I'm pretty sure I nailed that one. Her birthday is December 21st. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she is a support character. Mm-hmm. And she restores her elemental energy through her elemental skill. After Dory casts her elemental burst, she summons forth uh, the genie within her lamp that connects to a nearby character, helping the connected character to continuously restore HP and regenerate energy. And now these are her ascension materials. If you guys are f- want to farm for her uh, prior to her being released with the upcoming banner, her ascension materials are obviously the purple amethyst uh, slivers and the corresponding ones uh, that go with that. She is going to use the uh, Electro Regis Vine cores. I don't know what these flowers are. That's the ones that you actually have to collect, I'm pretty sure, in the Act 1 that for Kali. So. Okay, let me... I'll have to... I don't remember the name of them. Okay, can you do me a favor and look up the Sumeru flowers find out which one matches up and then she's also going to take the red satin material that you get from fighting the emirates or emirates yeah her talent level up materials she's again going to take that red satin uh farming material for uh her talents as well and she is going to take azdaha's what's the word i'm looking for weekly boss material it's the Mm -hmm. one that kind of is like glowing like blue ish and let me get this right. I want to make sure the uh, talent domain I get Real right. quick, I just want to say the Calpalata is the name okay. of the flower. 
Yeah. Um, the Capolata. And then that is, uh, it's actually on, um, like, cliff sides. Okay, that's the one that's, like, like, yeah. Especially near, like, waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. Trying to look up what the uh, Sumeru Talent Materials. There's, like, specific names for them, and I forget. Yeah, the new ones. Because I know this isn't Praxis, right? I don't think this is Praxis. They're brand new. Icon. Yeah. Philosophy of... Philosophy of Ingenuity. Philosophy of Pravis. It would be Ingenuity. You were right. Yeah. So make sure if you guys want to farm those, or you want to make sure you have like those materials for Dory before she gets released and you start pulling on the banner, uh, those are it. Waterfall, Capoladas, and Philosophies or Teachings of Ingenuity. I don't know exactly yep. which uh, domain that is, but it's pretty easy to find out. Yeah. Okay. Character demo for Dory. Um, I, I really like the music. Mm-hmm. Me too. This was really good. It didn't really show off too much of, like, her kit or anything. I don't know how... I was really excited for this character. I just don't know mm-hmm. how useful she's going to actually be. You know, we I know we've talked about it a couple of times, but I agree. I am. I think that she is an incredibly go- cool character concept, even just from, like, the style of character she is. Like, her personality, right? I, I really like her as a personality. But the styling of her attacks and abilities i really 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 like but i agree whenever it comes to like how practical is she as a character she'll be fun to use but i don't think she'll be in any high meta comp comps at all yeah it seems like the the i think the biggest draw is just the the healing and the energy return recharge yeah so um we'll see I don't know. Like she would, I mean, like you'd have to. She would exclusively be used as basically a battery, um, in a battery comp. But there's better options. Would you agree, or would you say that Dor- because Dory has that skill that attaches to another character, that she'll be most effective in co-op? I, I mean, right? Yes, yes, that is definitely the situation. But like, that's the problem: is that like you're never going to be playing co-op very often, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe they're maybe they're just doing it so back asswards that they're just like <laughs> instead of having implementing content, all of the stuff before we'll the, the content char- goes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I at this point, I wish. I hope you're right. <laughs> okay, so that's it about Dory. We get her in just a few weeks, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what the um what dates they were for the update, but I'm pretty sure we only have like two more weeks of this or two. To two and a half weeks of this update that we're in right now before we get 3.1. Yeah. Which is crazy because it feels like it's going by like super fast. And there's a ton to do. Yeah, exactly. All right. Lost Riches event. Uh, not too much to say here. Um, you're going to get the chance to get all of the previous colors of the mini series that you could in the other two Lost Riches events. You also now have a chance to get the green one, which is obviously the Dendro Sealy. Rewards such as Prima Gems, Talent, Level Up Materials, Weapon, Ascension Materials, Heroes Wet, Mystic Enhancement, or and more will also, uh, can also be obtained. This event is going on now. It started uh, two days ago as of this recording, so the 2nd of September. It is running until the 19th. So you got a little bit, uh, a little over two weeks to uh, do this event. To take part in this event, you need to be at least Adventure Rank 20 or above. And during the event, you're going to check the treasure map within Ullman's treasure book. You're going to follow the map to reach the area where the treasure is buried. 
and Ullman will mark out a new area in this book each day for a total of six treasure areas. Uh, you'll help the treasure-seeking Sealy absorb energy in various ways in the treasure area to help it restore vitality. And for every three instances of elemental energy obtained, the Sealy will then indicate the whereabouts of treasure one time. And then you'll dig in a treasure area to find the treasure chest and clean the rewards in the ancient iron coins within. And then you'll exchange these iron coins for materials and all your other rewards in the shop. Note that upon completing Area 6, the event shop will open for the redemption of the mini Sealy Moss, Viola, Dayflower, Rose, and Curcuma. Uh, during this event, travelers may only exchange for one type, after which the remaining four will no longer be available. Each mini Sealy can be only obtained once. Yeah, that's about it for that. Yep. Yeah, pretty straightforward on this event. We've done it before. I like the mini CLEs. Yeah, they're fun. I haven't used mine in a while. Yeah, that's the thing is that like I, you know, constantly, I wouldn't say constantly, but I'm quite often switching between, um, you know, items to equip. So I don't really ever have the CLE on just because there's no utility purpose to it, you know? Yeah, it'd be cool if it could like hone in and like, go towards common chests that were like buried or something like even that that's what i cool. thought it would do originally um but yeah like whenever i found out it just doesn't do anything i was yeah. like oh okay well cool i guess but yeah, yeah if it had some actual utility to it i think that would be really cool i heard that the dendro sealy the dendro mini sealy like does certain things so hmm. it does like different things than the other ones do I don't exactly know what that is because I haven't even taken part in this event at all. You can't even unlock the Sealy yet, so it probably was from like a beta tester or something of like uh of the event. I feel like I feel like that can't or that that isn't the case. Or if it is the case, then they would have updated the rest to do that as well. Because otherwise, if unless they tell you that, that's like very unfair. You know what I mean? Well, right. Like I said, I think it was like a leak. So right, I'm not really sure. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Do you know what color you're going for? Um, I mean, if that's true, then I'm going for the Dendro one. Okay. Um, if, <laughs> if not, I'm going for the red one. So The red one? Gotcha. Yeah. All righty. Okay, last bit of news before we head into our break. Genshin Impact English voice actors say they are asked to pronounce names incorrectly. Um, so this is off of GameRants.com. It says, Hoyoverse is developing a world filled with unique cultures and characters in Genshin Impact. Characters may become fan favorites due to the tremendous efforts of voice actors. Voice direction is an important element to consider for characters in the game. And two of the game's English voice actors provide insight into the incorrect pronunciation that some players may have noticed. I'm going to butcher his last name, but <laughs> Zach Ag- Aguilar? Aguilar? The English, Aguilar, yeah. yeah. English voice actor of Aether. Recently streamed with Tainari's English voice actor, Elliot Gindy, and discussed the voice direction for characters in Genshin Impact. So, basically, uh, because Tainari is seemingly derived from Middle Eastern culture, um, a lot of people were upset that his name was being uh, pronounced incorrectly. And although it, it notes, although Elliot is of Middle Eastern descent, he's never heard the Arabic pronunciation of Tainari. Additionally, a faithful pronunciation of Tainari may be difficult for English-speaking audiences, so voice directors determine an easier pronunciation based on the wishes of the developer. 
So without going too deep into this whole thing, not that this mm-hmm. isn't a problem. Like I'm not saying that this isn't a problem because I, I think it is mm-hmm. a little bit of a problem, especially when it comes to rep- like proper representation from other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it seem like Hoyoverse doesn't either a, a few different things makes makes it seem like they don't care. Mm-hmm. It makes it. And if if they do, they care very little and are being lazy. Or yeah. three, they think that we are stupid and therefore cannot pronounce or that we actually, like, we don't have this. The ability. Yeah. The ability, basically, yeah, to to pronounce these names to right. proper pronunciation, yeah. And, I mean, in, in my case, they're probably right. But. And so, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's bad. I I think it's bad. And and either way you look at it, they're all like really poor. It's all, they're all poor reasonings for, for why they would do this. So basically they are, they're choosing to make these voice actors pronounce the names wrong just for basically like English localization and and, uh, probably the other, um, probably the other countries as well all the other different um languages so mm-hmm. this really comes up because and I've, I've i saw this kind of blow up on twitter this past week or maybe two weeks and i've seen it right. bit, uh in bits and pieces here and there as well where people are blaming the voice actor for saying the the wrong pronunciation of a name and it's not uh it's not the voice actor's fault because the voice actor is just there to do a job they don't choose how they're going to say it, and I'm sure they can add, like, little things. But when it comes to a lot of it, it's probably, here's a script, stick to it, or you're fired, kind of. I, I don't know. Do you have any other – do you have, like, thoughts on this right away? Yeah, I, I do, definitely. I, I think, first of all, uh, number one worst case of this is the princess and Deva Ursulong. Sure. Um, <laughs> so this is a good example. I don't know if that was her or or the um, the voice director. I'm assuming it was the voice director, and this is the reasoning why we had such bad pronunciation of the German language because German language is actually very difficult um, to pronounce, and so like I understand that. But at the same time, I just think it's silly to purposely dumb things down whenever they're in some cases already difficult to begin with. Like even the the quote unquote dumbed down version is difficult, and it's just a hair's breadth away from the the true version of it. So like, there's a lot of you know Chinese names in here that I cannot pronounce. But like, if they're already dumbing it down and I still can't pronounce it, I'm just like keep it the original way at that point. And you know, I'm either gonna say it incorrectly, but at least it's canon. You know, it, it's like the continuity of it is canon amongst everyone. You know. So like that's really what it is for me. Like I I'm approaching it more as a as a from a continuity standpoint. I don't like the fact that different areas have canon pronunciations of them. I think that it should always be pronounced the same way everywhere and if you can do it great and if you can't whatever, you know, give it your best shot. So yeah, I just think it's silly to officially dumb things down basically. Yeah, I I completely agree and it makes me feel like, you know, when I pull Tainari out and I call him Tainari, I feel like I'm I'm pulling out this filler character and he's not. Tainari's right. <laughs> not a filler character. 
but I feel like he's some filler character because I'm not saying his voice right or his name right. And it's like, I don't know. Well, it's just like if you go to the and not to mention, like, you know, a lot of this stuff, we hear their names in game. Sure. So we can be taught for the people that care to listen and learn about it. Right. Which I am a culprit of not being one of those people. But I'm the exact opposite. Right. But for for those people that are and do want to learn about it, like you have literally the opportunity to do it built into the game because they say everyone's name multiple times whenever it, you know, they pop into the story. So at that point, just put in the normal name, like the real name. And that way it doesn't make anyone, it doesn't cause any kind of controversy whenever I, I don't like the fact that I learned Tainari's name and I'm saying it incorrectly and that I'm some being somewhat offensive almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I just don't like that. Just give me the real thing. And yeah. And I think the, the thing that bothers me the most about it all really is that I feel like the people who do voice act for this game, every single person that I've watched on YouTube or on Twitch any voice actor that actually voice acted a character in in Genshin, but actually plays Genshin as well, I've watched them react to their own character like introduction. One of them that that pops out to me is is uh, Tortaglia Child. I watched his voice actor like freak out when you first see Child in Leeway, Li- mm-hmm. and it was just like an awesome moment. So I feel like a lot of the voice actors actually give a crap about their character. They, they yeah. give a crap about how they're perceived, like the character is perceived. And so I feel like you're honestly just doing the voice actors even a disservice. Hoyoverse doesn't take any of the blame or any of the hit for it because it's because the voice actors say the voice or say the names incorrectly or or really any other uh, line, just like you're talking about Fischl in, in the mm-hmm. Summertime Odyssey yeah. event. Right. The voice actors take the hit, and Hoyoverse is nowhere to be found, and no, and like they make like no statement. Um, they don't just say, "Hey, listen, this is the reason why we do this," and instead they put it into the hands of the voice actor. Like here, Aether's voice actor Zach is literally streaming, and he has to like basically like convince people that this is the reason why he says it incorrectly. It's yeah. like he shouldn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Not to mention, I mean, just going along with that, uh, um, you know, there is tons of um, cases of people not being able to really separate the voice actor from the voice direction or the script or anything like that. I remember, like, in The Last of Us Part 2, um, I'm the girl who voices uh, the other, the secondary character that comes in that you see a lot got like and she's a famous voice actress right um she's in critical role for anyone that that knows that um she got like tons like was flooded with death threats because the character upset a lot of people and people just don't understand that the you know the script and the direction the voice direction or anything like that that's all managed by the company Right, yeah. You know, people, the actors and actresses just have to execute the way they want. Yeah, people so, have a yeah. very hard time differentiating the fact that voice actors are not their characters. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, so. this doesn't help that, basically. And you, you see that a lot with, like, actors, too. Like, I've yeah. I've watched some, like, shows or movies where 
I would be like, I hate this character so much. And then like I watch another movie and I'm I they play a character that I love and it's like, okay, cool, I really like this character, but I'm not like, oh, I hate this person because they like because of them in this movie, even though it's right. like, completely unrelated. Exactly. Yeah, a bunch of bull crap is what it is. Basically. <laughs> so yeah, stop being mean to voice actors. It gets you nowhere and you're not gonna change anything that way, so knock it mm-hmm. off. Yep. All right. Let's head into a break, and then when we come back, I should have mentioned this before. We are going to go through. We are going to go through the, uh, the first half, or probably a little bit over that, of Chapter Three, Act One, which is the Archon Quest through the Mists of Smoke and Forest Dark, and that's going to go from when you first step foot into Sumeru, and it's going to go all the way until you're about to go to Sumeru City. And that would be the quest, the trail of the God of Wisdom. Yeah. So basically the goal here is to break it up into what would assumably be around four sections over the next couple of weeks. And that way it'll allow people to kind of keep up and we won't go too far into things in case you haven't. Yep. Uh, Yep. So with that being said, we're probably not going to cover Tainari's character story. And either of these, because this these uh, two acts of this Archon quest are heavy. Um, yeah. And not just heavy in like a way of a lot of content, it's confusing content. Yes. So as soon as we step in foot into Sumeru, we are looking around. We get like a beautiful scene, right? And then we see a academia researcher who's walking by and we try to wave them down and they kind of ignore us and we don't really know what's going on. So mm-hmm. we decide to just go and ask them a question. And when we do, they are basically sitting around this incense And when the traveler gets close to it, they start to get a headache. And then they're kind of thrown into, I don't even know what they call it, but I guess it's just like a vision almost. Yeah. um, Or like a trance or something. The traveler sees this really beautiful glowing tree that looks like a tree, but it's kind of like almost like shredded apart, honestly. Mm -hmm. You, the traveler kind of goes, uh, goes up to the tree and the tree is seemingly like speaking and says, world, forget me. Uh, which, you know, kind of becomes like a a replayable uh, line throughout the Archon quest. Mm-hmm. And so after this vision, uh, the Traveler passes out and Tainari comes in and basically saves the Traveler. Um, you have any thoughts on the tree so far, like into this, like... Are we are we thinking that this is the tree that we saw in that in the trailer for that we saw of uh, the Chesnayan trailer? It's hard to say. Like that was my original thought whenever I saw it, but given the 
supposed location. And keep in mind, I've not finished the Archon um, act. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is something later on. So just telling you from my point of view so far, given the supposed location of this tree, I think that that contradicts my thought that it's that same tree. Because otherwise, I don't really understand how that jives. Yeah, I don't think that this is the same tree. Mm -hmm. uh, I would argue that the tree that you see in his vision is much smaller even than the tree that you see burning in that trailer. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention it's not glowing, and that might have been because it was on fire, but who knows. Um, but yeah, right. I, I really don't think that these trees are, whether or not they're related is a different story but i don't think that they're the exact same tree right we get up we're feeling better the traveler's feeling better and we go to talk to uh kali and mm -hmm. when we're with kali she's kind of going out on this um on this walk to basically fix some things and basically do like basic forest patrol or forest watcher um forest ranger i should say forest ranger like activities Duties. to make sure everything's yeah. good this is where I really fell in love with Kali and how much she talked about Amber and how, like, you literally could not stop her from talking so much, like, good mm -hmm. stuff about Amber. Yeah, she was a fun character. Yeah. And like I said in the last episode, it made me appreciate Amber a whole lot more. Yeah, it definitely adds more depth to Amber. Yeah. Yep. And if you read the manga, you, you kind of get bits and pieces of how Amber helped her because while Kali isn't very direct in, like, how Amber helped her, you, if you read the manga, you know what happened to Kali and you get to see that. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Kali does uh, go to bed and you are left in um, Gundarvaville, which is where you were saved and taken by Tanari. And because Kali has a chronic illness, which I forget what it's called. Um, oh, yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I'm sure it'll come back. But anyway, Kali is basically resting. And it's it's about morning time this at this point, and Kali's resting. So you decide to go out with Tainari, and you're going to uh, gather some of the f some flowers or local like specialties of Sumeru Sumeru. Huh. We just <laughs> talked about pronunciation. Uh, <laughs> Sumeru. Oh, and the uh, the disease is Elizar. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, she has this illness, and basically you're gonna go around and uh, cultivate some of the. Uh, the regional specialties to make something for her while you're doing that. And once you, I think it's pretty much like right after you grab the last one, one of the other forest watchers comes over and tells Tainari that, you know, there's a, a new withering and this is where you go and uh, take care of the very first withering. Uh, it's basically like a story encounter, so you can't really miss it, but you take care of one of the withering zones with Tainari. How do you like the withering zone so far? I like I like them. Uh, I haven't seen what I'm sure is the full potential of them, so I, I just hope that they kind of do more with it than what I've seen so far. But I, from like things that I've seen leaked and stuff like that, like I they are going to be doing more with it, so um, that's good. But I do like the process of defeating the withered and everything like that. And it doesn't seem like they come back so far. Yeah, right. So far. But I, I really like that because I love nothing more than being able to change the world exactly. that I'm in. Permanently change it. Yeah. yeah. So And it makes me feel like I'm, I'm making a huge difference. So. Um, yeah. so you take care of the withering zone. You come back and a bird shows up with a note from Hypasia 
which is the scholar who basically ignored you and was sitting around the incense earlier. They need help. Uh, they need help because I think they I think they need food. They ran out of food or something like that. Um, so you go to help Hapasia, and when you do, there's a strange creature that that comes up. I guess I could say it's and it, the the creature is called an Aranara, and mm-hmm. that is a little spoilery, but you have no idea what the Aranara is. And even if you are past this point, it, just saying the name doesn't really do anything, really. Yeah. When you meet with Hapasia, who you seemingly see is like laying down, they're not doing so good because they ran out of food. Um, and you see the Aranara, you basically go into what, like a, almost like another vision, right? Yeah, and I, I don't know what you would call it, but a vision is as close as you're going to get to accurate. Yeah, or what's the, uh, it's a hallucination, I think is probably the better way to describe it. I was going to say a trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I su- yeah, I suppose so, a hallucination. I don't know, a hallucination would make me think that it's, taking place like it's layered onto reality right but this is like completely separate you're saying right like this is we're in a totally separate place and we're not physically interacting with our current reality does that make sense yep yep for sure so when you are inside of this vision it's basically like a challenge you go into a special cave and you need to open a door um, by unsealing three primeval rosen and mm-hmm. which is basically just like a challenge. And I yeah. can go into that, but there's really no point. But you go through the challenge, and when you're done, I'm pretty sure you wake up or you open your, like, eyes after the... Well, there's three different areas, right? There's three different areas that you get these three different pieces from. When you open the door, you go to a the middle of a platform, uh, which is really just like a really big flower. And right. that is where we're met by an Abyss Herald. Mm-hmm. Do we think that this is real? Yes, I think that this is definitely real. Okay. I don't know on what plane of existence this is taking place, but I definitely think in some way this is real. Yeah. I'm so and and okay, so we'll probably go more into why that Abyss Herald's real, but I I do agree that this part is is real. Um Right. And their name is uh Confidant to the Omen. That is the mm-hmm. Abyss Herald's name, which the omen portion is in quotes and makes me wonder who the omen is. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to find that out. Uh, so after that whole scene, after you defeat the Abyss Herald, you help Hapasia look for some food. And after that, what happens? I was just going to say, you have the uh, conversation with Hapasia also where she kind of explains um, the levels of... Uh, how should you say study and connection that you have that people have with the uh, what is the name of the tree? Ermensol. Ermensol. That's right. Um, the different levels of connection that you can have with the Ermensol and how you, as the traveler, are very special in the fact that it seems to be to her at least that you are connecting with the Ermensol on some very primal level. Right. So yeah, that's important because you are an outlander. Exactly. <laughs> We're always the special one. <laughs> yep. Um, so we go back. We obviously help uh, Hapasia because she basically just tells us all about uh, dreams. And like Pharaoh mentioned, uh, Soul and the different uh, levels of being connected to Soul. And uh, when we go back to Gundarvaville, members from the Academia uh, are coming over to recruit Tainari. 
and they are talking about the academia's the the members of the academia are saying their master wishes that Tanari would come to the academia. Yeah. So we don't know who that is yet. Correct. But basically they're saying, hey, the master w- would like you to come. And Tainari basically says, uh, no, I have I have things to do here and basically turns it down. Yeah. And, and also definitely seems like there is some tension between his master and himself. Oh, for well. sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So after that, you basically say goodbye to Kali. She gives you uh, your first uh Sumeru recipe, pita pockets, mm-hmm. and uh, and after that, you are free to go on your way to uh, Sumeru City. Yep. Now, I do have to ask this one question because I got furious again at a little quote unquote puzzle area in this game. Okay. Um, did you have any trouble with lining up the symbol on the rocks in so- the vision? I had a little bit of trouble. It was very reminiscent of Fischl's event, and it kind of gave me PTSD. Yep. yep. But it, it took me maybe about like three. I knew exactly what I needed to do very quickly. It just took oh, me absolutely. a little bit to line it up. Yeah. So it took me probably, I don't know, 20 minutes for me to line that stupid thing up because I was like, okay, I know what to do here instantly, right? Like, I know what to do here, and like I'm sitting on the light. I was like, I am on top of the freaking light, and I was lining it up perfectly. And then I was like, okay, I know this is a hundred percent accurate. And so I started messing with, you know, like the the verticality of it, right? Yeah, yeah. To try to see if it was just being dumb, and I could not. No matter what I tried, it was not working. Really? I got so frustrated with that thing because I I even like was. Maybe, I was like, maybe I'm not enough on the light. So, like, I tiptoed my way to make sure I was perfectly on the light and tried it and everything like that. And no. What I found out was, because I, I looked it up, I eventually gave up and I, I looked it up. And first of all, it was one of the first things that showed up on the search bar whenever I started typing it in. So, <laughs> I am not the only one here. Right. But I looked at the video and you have to be, like, a good couple of steps in front of the light. In order for you to line it up appropriately. Gotcha. And I was like, this is absolutely stupid. I'm like, why are we putting the light there to stand on when I have to be three feet in front of the light in order to line this thing up? I just, I hate, hate, hate that they are allowing this kind of nonsense, really easy, tiny fixes to slide past um like an acceptable standard like i these things are so frustrating to me because it's just like a blatant lack of care for little details like this and it's frustrating oh yeah i get what you're saying i don't know maybe i just got lucky and i just like moved moved it around in like a specific way that i basically instantly got it because i didn't really struggle but you're not the only person to tell me that they struggled with it so yeah it was just it was very dumb. I feel like if you if you were super loose with it and you weren't as particular, I feel like you probably would have gotten it easier because yeah. I feel like you would have been like, oh, yeah, who cares? I'm like a couple of feet. And I'm like near the light, whatever. That's good enough. Right. But for me, I'm like, all right, I got to be on top of the light because that's where they want me to be on the light. And no. Yeah. So, yeah, very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Well, hopefully whoever listens to this and hasn't done it yet. At least listen yeah, to it. Yeah, hopefully they'll learn from guidance. my mistake. 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically, never pay attention to the rules. Like, just line it up yourself with whatever works and see if that, you know, pushes it through. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wish of the week. Yep. Um, Let's do it. I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to do 10 wishes. But Oh, wow. But five on uh, Zhongli's banner and mm-hmm. five on the standard because my shop reset. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, my pity is pretty high. I think I'm at like 65 pity on the standard and I have five wishes, so I'm pretty close to getting a five star, so we'll see. The first one is blue. Mm, of course. The, the second one is purple. Oh. And it oh. is a Favonius Codex. I definitely needed that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no. Um, another blue, and I have mm-hmm. two more standard blues. So I think I'm at like 68 right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nothing from standard. Okay. All blues and then a purple Fafonius Codex. So right. I'm okay with spending these next five wishes on the limited banner for uh, Zhongli because I... If I get him at like low pity, like right now, I think I'm at like 11. So if I get him at 11, I am perfectly fine with that. And mm-hmm. I would have like a C1, basically. Yeah. And if I lose my 50 50, it just means that my next one's guaranteed. And that means my Sino will be guaranteed. Right. So um, I have no problem wishing five times on the limited. Fair enough. It would make me extremely happy if I got another Kali. Um, I'm going to be. Very upset if you get Songly again. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> we'll see. That would be crazy good luck. But it doesn't look like it. Yeah. Everything I pulled was blue, and the last one is blue. So, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll do mine. I'm going to do all mine on the standard because I'm not pulling on Songly. I have uh, guaranteed lock and loaded, so I'm going to be pulling that for uh, Sino. Got it. So, here we go. I'm pulling. I'm gonna pull five by the way because I I still have my five as well. Okay. And I have to be getting. I I swear I'm at like ninety for this thing. I'm actually getting concerned that like the history doesn't go back that far, right? Like my history for the normal pulls. Really. Um. Yeah. So like my history for the normal pulls is is maxed out, and I haven't gotten one right, which I think is like sixty pulls. And that was after I probably pulled like at least 20 or so before that, the last time I checked. And that also was maxed out and I didn't have a six star on it anymore. So gotcha. I I have to be like way up high. So I I don't even know. I hope you get a five. I mean, I hope so too. So I hope it's Gigi. I I hate you. Yes. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Blue. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next one. Okay. Are you doing your five? Blue. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Blue again. Lame. Blue. How is this possible? I I genuinely don't know how this is possible. Okay. Going again. Pur- purple. Okay. What'd you get? Like uh, a really rust. Good con? It's, uh, no, it's uh, rust. Okay. I mean, it's it's a good weapon for Yoi. Yoi Mia. Yeah. 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 I already have like four of them max out though. So oh, okay. Fair I, enough. I don't need any more rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, it's it's blue. I don't. I I have to be. I have to be capped out here. This is very confusing to me. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Uh, I think there's a way to look up your uh, look up your pulls, right? Yeah, I know you can do it through, um, Paimon.mo. 
It's probably like one of the easier ways, but you got to like log in, pull Ooh, like your. I don't want to do that. Yeah, pull a link, load it up in there. It's. I just usually count. I just count. Yeah, it's just I I would like to count, but I can literally not go back far enough. So gotcha. Um. Okay. Well, I have to be. I legit have to be at at least eighty something. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Question of the week. Mm-hmm. This was from Arcane. Okay. Um, do you sacrifice characters or go to a certain spot when pulling on a character that you want? Like so. So basically, do you have a ritual? Now, I didn't know that sacrificing characters was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. That that might be something I'll try. I'll go. I'll get Chi Chi out and kill her every time. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say Tenari. I definitely not. No, I'm not going to spend the money to get Tenari just to kill him. Um, <laughs> I I definitely don't do anything specific. No, I just pull whenever I'm good and ready. I didn't know this was a thing, but I might. I genuinely might try to find a thing now to do for it. Yeah, I think it's very fun to do rituals. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't big on rituals until I started doing the pull streams, and and really like a ritual for me was just going to an area that that character really likes or like resonates with. Oh, that's and, a cool ritual. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the first one was going to the very top of the Tenchukaku Mansion in Inazuma City mm-hmm. uh, to pull for Ito, and that's when I got three. I got C3 Edo, which was like kind of crazy. Well, so after that, (laughs) exactly. So after that, I was just like, okay, I got to go to an an area, which it didn't really work out this time. Um, Tanari, it did. It worked out with Tanari because we got him like, well, no, we didn't get him really that early. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't really work out. So, um, and I, and I gave it some lot of thought. I chose Chow because he was an Adeptus. And then we went to the Adeptus Mountain. We sat in Rex Lapis's seat. Uh, cause his name's carved into the table there. So like, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. It was like a really nice ritual. And then like, now I think I'm just going to start sacrificing characters because <laughs> clearly that doesn't work anymore. You've become jaded. <laughs> so that's, that's your, uh, villain origin story right there. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll probably, I'll have to come up with something for our, like whenever we do our Ceno polls. Yes. We'll, we'll both pick places independently and see where we both end up gotcha yeah i agree Alrighty, that's the end of the episode and then next week we'll do um the second half we'll do probably all the way up to the beginning of act two for the next archon quest for those of you who are wondering um but yeah where can they find you pharaoh uh, yep, all the usual spots. You can go to uh, the Dislike Directive um, Discord, discord.me forward slash directive, the directive rather. Um, you can also check out our podcast uh, for Arcane, the show at Chronicles of Runeterra. You can find that on any podcast host site. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. If you guys want to get a hold of the show, best way to do that is on Discord. That's discord.me forward slash the resonance. That may change soon because we have a lot of boosts now and we're over halfway for our own Discord invite link, which is kind of crazy. There we go. Um, but yeah, that that link works perfectly fine. So come join the Discord. We do a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, I'm also on Hoyo Lab as HoyoCast, finally. And though you will probably be thrown into um, a state of confusion because it says that I'm a craft creator. 
So I don't know what kind of crafts <laughs> they think I'm making, but I am definitely not making a craft creator. And I've sent three emails so far, and they still haven't changed it. Um, it really bothers me whenever I log in. It says craft creator, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> that's um, funny. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's the end of our episode. I'm assuming we're probably going to get some news now on when yeah, the 3.1 live stream will be. Yeah, I agree. You think uh, Candace is going to be on that live stream? Do you think Sino is going to be on that live stream, or do you think that we're going to have a uh, like a dev like breakdown? I th- I think it'll be a dev breakdown. I I would hope that we would get one of them, especially Sino. So, but we'll have to see. But I I think it'll probably just be a dev breakdown. Yeah, yeah. So, alrighty. Um, that's the end of the episode. We'll see you guys next week. We'll talk a little bit more about that Archon quest. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.